Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 15, verse 26 through chapter 16, verse 4. And the last several passages we've looked at have been pretty difficult. Jesus has said that if you're not connected to the vine, you can do nothing of spiritual significance at all. Jesus has said that greater love has no man than this and to lay down his life for his friends. And not only that, but another way that we show our love to one another is by bearing spiritual fruit, which is a result of staying connected to the vine. And oh, by the way, when you live this kind of life, you're going to be hated and you're going to be persecuted. His disciples are hearing this between the Lord's Supper in between his betrayal, arrest, and crucifixion. And if we put ourselves in their shoes, we can imagine them being a little overwhelmed. How are we possibly going to be able to do all this? And right when we're left wondering if we have the strength to do this, here comes chapter 15, verse 26. Jesus says, But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. So right when Jesus' disciples need some encouragement, right when they need to hear that they're going to be able to do these things that seem impossible to them, which also coincides with how we should be feeling as we read through these texts, Jesus says, I'm going to send the helper to come to you, the Holy Spirit of God, who will proceed from the Father, the third person of the Trinity. And the Spirit of truth is going to bear witness about me. And as the Spirit of truth bears witness, you will be empowered supernaturally to love in a way that is in line with what I'm asking of you. You'll be empowered supernaturally to withstand the hatred and the persecution of the world that is sure to come if you live this life in Christ that he's calling us to. Up until this point in redemptive history, the Holy Spirit, who is eternally God, has only been manifested from time to time in certain circumstances and situations throughout the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. But Jesus is promising a full pouring out of the Holy Spirit onto believers, and that happens at Pentecost and from that point forward. When you and I put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, one of the many things that happens is that we are, from that moment forward, indwelled by the Holy Spirit who comes to us and who bears witness to us about Christ, just like he says in this text. And the power and the peace and the ideas and the words and a million other things that come from the Holy Spirit into the life of a believer are immense and immeasurable. Now, I got to stop and tell you a story about Eunice Larson. Eunice Larson was Pastor Homer Larson's wife. Pastor Larson was one of our radio preachers for 50 plus years on the Christian Crusaders broadcast. He was also the senior pastor at Nazareth Church. And after he retired, I was on staff there. And then I was a volunteer leader in a few different capacities. And sometime around 2010, I was leading a small group. We were going through a book called Systematic Theology by Wayne Grudem. And Homer and Eunice would come to that class and be part of our discussion discussion. By that time, Eunice had had a couple strokes, but she was there and she was sharp enough and following along enough to be engaged in conversation from time to time. And we would get into a discussion about how do we live in this way that is consistent with scripture, but seems so difficult? Or how do we understand this theological concept in scripture that is so complex? And almost on cue, once every couple weeks, Eunice Larson from her wheelchair would chime in. She'd put her hand and her finger in the air like she's got an idea to share with you. And she would quote, 
quote from Martin Luther's explanation of the third article of the Apostles' Creed. Now, let me just say this before I get into it. The Apostles' Creed is not the inspired, inerrant Word of God like Scripture is, but it is an historical creed based on biblical truths that have been used by centuries of Christians around the world. You might be familiar with what it says. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. And in Martin Luther's Catechism, which also is not the inspired, inerrant, infallible Word of God, but has been a useful tool used throughout history for people to understand biblical concepts, in explaining what he means by this, here's what he said, and this is exactly what Eunice Larson would quote. I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified me, and kept me in the true faith. And what Luther is saying there, which Eunice Larson would quote with regularity, is that people who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ can have great confidence that when they're weak, unable to love the way Christ commands his disciples to love in chapter 15, unable to withstand persecution and hatred the way that Jesus says it's going to come to us in chapter 15. Christians can be confident that the Holy Spirit will be there to minister to them, to bear witness about Christ, and to supernaturally empower us to do those things despite our inability to do them in our own strength. Jesus continues in chapter 16, verse 1, I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father, nor me. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. So this isn't the first time recently that Jesus has told his disciples something ahead of time so that when it happens, it will cause them to believe in him more. You remember he did that with Peter about denying him three times before the rooster crowed. And it happened, and Peter wept bitterly. That was a turning point in Peter's faith, where it became much stronger, and he trusted in Jesus to a greater degree. Back in John chapter 14, after Jesus is told about the betrayal and the arrest and the crucifixion that's going to happen, he says to them again, I've told you these things so that when they happen, you might believe more. This is a gracious God, a good shepherd who is caring for his disciples, setting them up to have greater faith even as his time on earth draws short. One last thing I need to point out in case you missed it. He says, Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think that he is offering service to God. This implies that there are people who are going to do things because they think it's what God wants them to do. Jesus says, though, that these people don't know the Father or him. And so what this makes clear is something we should already know. That is that just because somebody says they believe in God, just because they say that they think God told them to do this or that, doesn't necessarily mean that the religion or the faith that they ascribe to is legitimate. The only faith that is true is faith in the one true God and Jesus Christ, his son. The only faith that is true is the faith that is consistent with what scripture teaches. In chapter 16, verse 1, Jesus says, I've told you these things to keep you from falling away. Well, we weren't there to hear them in person, but we do have the luxury of reading them in the context of God's entire redemptive plan as it is laid out in Scripture. Scripture that is here to keep us from falling away, provided that we stay engaged with it, which is what you're doing here on The Daily Dose. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. 
Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.